Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration, Season 2. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama, and today our guest is my favorite student, Parker Demergian. Parker, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you, sir. And Parker's going to tell us a, a great story about his um, great-grandfather. Uh, and great-great-grandfather great and his wife, and then my great-grandfather, Darren, which is his son. Okay, and um, the family got out of uh, the area that's now Turkey, was the Ottoman Empire. They're Armenian, mm -hmm. and uh, they got out of there and had uh, more push factors even after that. So, yes. Parker, welcome to the podcast, and let's get right into, why don't you tell us about your family's story um, getting out of, uh, out of the Ottoman Empire, or as we call it, Turkey today. So, in before the persecution uh, in what is now the, the what is now Turkey, uh, the Armenians, like many other uh, Christian communities, were a minority. But they also, um, similar to the Jew Jewish groups in um, in Western Europe, they owned a lot. Of, they had a lot of business, and they were fairly a richer minority. Um, and this and this is in the Ottoman Empire, going mm -hmm. all the way up to the Armenian genocide was yes. ballpark 1919. Yes. So Armenians living perfectly happy lives in the Ottoman Empire, being productive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and the Armenians, uh, as the Ottoman Empire starts losing more and more battles uh, during World War One, um, the Arme the uh, the Turks or the Ottomans have to blame where they blame uh, the losses on the ethnic Armenians living in the Ottoman Empire, the vast majority being Christian, mm -hmm. an already small minority that was already somewhat per persecuted and thought, and thought of to be lesser than right. everyone else. Yeah, so uh, as you point out, the, the history shows that the Ottoman Empire was looking for a group to persecute. The, Ar the Ottoman Empire it was Muslim Empire. Mm -hmm persecuted the Christians. The Armenians was, a, as you said, a, a smaller group of the population. Have lived there for, gosh, um, probably a couple thousand years, yeah. Armenians have. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the Armenians uh, soon, when the persecution, heavy persecution, the Armenian genocide occurred, uh, it was around a million Armenians killed, which uh, in, a, in a much smaller uh, time Line. It's a, I mean, it's a much smaller time frame than many other genocides. Many other genocides took uh, a couple of years. The Armenian genocide was something that happened in one year. It was something that was really, really quick, uh, right. but it killed. So it was very. Um, it killed many, many Armenians very quickly. Yeah, and and you'll tell your story here uh, that goes along with this. But there's a lot of Armenians in our country mm -hmm. um, that come across uh, people of Armenian descent uh, on a regular basis. Uh, as your family did, they probably had a hint that something really bad might be coming. So a lot of the fortunate Ar Armenians got out of there before that really short time period that you talk about. Yeah, uh, a lot of the um, the Armenians did get out of uh, the Ottoman Empire or even the surrounding places in Asia because there's just a lot of persecution because they were Christian in a, in a very Muslim region, um, in a very Islamic region. And so it was very common for them to be persecuted. Even if they had a lot of money, they may have not. Uh, they've always were some again treated lesser, or yeah, just thought of as worse. Okay, so uh, how did they get out? Your family? My family. Um, they fled to um, what is now Iran. It used to be Persia, 
Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure how they got to Persia, mm -hmm. but they got to Persia um, to flee the uh, coming genocide. It was right before it happened. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is a little different than what I'm used to the history of Armenian uh, migration patterns. Uh, we always hear of the Armenians coming west. Mm -hmm. This is different. I think it may be that, um, I'm not exactly sure, but because of uh, my great-grandfather's uncle already living in America and having business in Persia, it was possible that um, the Armenians had businesses in Persia and many of their businesses may have had um, relatives, or many of their families may have had relatives um, many relatives living in uh, Persia or places like mm -hmm. Persia um, and also west there was a whole there was a war happening and oh yeah and sure. so like in Europe so I think um, it seems to be that the Armenians directly a lot a lot of them fled to the Middle East because they had uh, contacts maybe from their businesses they had mm -hmm. relatives that lived there and they it was more it was a region they were used to they weren't used to the west they were used to the east so uh, they got to they got to Persia. Things might seem like they're going pretty well. Mm -hmm. Why'd they leave Persia and come to the United States? As Persia um, or Iran, uh, after World War One, the Soviet Union's influence on it being so close to it, the Soviet Union's influence on Iran led to the communists in Iran to take control. And the communists, like in the Soviet Union or in other places. If you are not part of the Communist Party, you're treated as an outcast, similar as if um, as an Armenian living in the Ottoman right. Empire. So all of a sudden, they they're in a brand new area of persecution because mm -hmm. they weren't communists. Because they weren't communists, they were treated um, way worse. And Ar Arkel, who is my great great grandfather, the father of Darren, um, had had been successful in Persia. Um, his brother-in-law uh, Hamiag had. Uh, contacts in Persia, um, and it was it seemed to be going great, and then the communists took over, sure. and they lost everything. And so, how did they? So, okay, so they had to get out of Persia, and they came to the United States. How did that? Well, tell me that story. Well, Arkel and his wife did not personally uh, did not go, come to America, but their son Darren, my great grandfather, okay. did, uh, and they got um, and he got to the United States because Arkel contacted his brother-in-law. Uh, Hamiag, which had business, who had business in Persia, but he lived in Boston, okay. because what he would do is he would get Persian carpets, come back to Boston, and then sell them in Boston. So they had relatives in Boston, and so on one of the times uh, where it was still open, uh, he Arakel asked Hamiag to take uh, Darren with him, and, and so, so and Darren's your great grandfather. Darren's my great grandfather. Yeah. yeah so let me tell you, this is a, a, a very personal story for you and your family, but. Mm -hmm. You know, we see this a lot in the history of our country, migration, uh, different uh, types of migration. Look, Darren needed to get out of an area of persecution, religious persecution. Religious persecution. And sir. came to the United States, not just for opportunity, but because he knew somebody. He had an uncle here. He had an uncle here. Yeah, and, and I mean, that, that's a typical American story. It is. And you all you got to do is change like a name and change it where they're from. This happens to so many people. And then, so Darren gets here. He's gets up with his uncle, and his uncle sort of helps him get going, Gets his, helps him to get his feet mm -hmm. on the ground. Mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, this happens all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, what else about, anything else about Darren once he gets here? Darren was 13 when he got here. He was a young boy, uh, so he, you know, couldn't do much on his own, so he lived with his uncle. 
uh, like you said, getting helping him stand up on his feet. Um, and then eventually, when Darren came of age, um, I don't remember exactly how old he is, but uh, eventually he joined the army uh, because World War II started. Oh, yeah. And he fought in World War II and gained his citizenship that way. Okay, so there's another thing that comes up from time to time on these episodes is immigrants can come here, not be citizens, and have some type of temporary status, you join the military, you you get a, you get citizenship. What yeah. what an incredible story! Yeah, and it's um, it's really uh, great because it's had a lot of effect on my family. Um, where you know some of us are Armenian, uh, or my dad's side is Armenian, and um, yeah, just uh, it's a big thing that we you know we're very you know firm on. Hey, the Armenian genocide was a genocide. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so let me address this too. Uh, you and I have talked before. Uh, president Biden is the first U.S. president ever to recognize this as a genocide. No other president prior to President Biden has called it a genocide for foreign relations reasons. Don't want to offend Turkey, you know, because it's... Um, but, and this was like two years ago. I'm sure you remember when it happened. It was a big deal. Um, why it took that long, you know, it's politics, but uh, mm-hmm. it's finally we've publicly and, and called it this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's um, Arakel's and Darren's story. Uh, now, so, yeah, obviously you've probably heard this story before uh, the project that we're working on here in class. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, though, about who you heard the stories from or anything like that? I heard my story from Darren's son. Um Dan Demerjian, who is my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, and he was brought. He was born here, brought up here, um, and he. I don't know exactly um, how Darren told him, but I'm sure he told him it a lot. Uh, yeah. The story, because it was very central and, to their family. And, and, and I imagine that this is a story that you'll continue on yes. with your kids. Uh, the other thing that I know about uh, many Armenian people. Uh, they have a very strong uh, Christian faith. They do. So is that something that's also sort of passed down in your family? Um, it has been. Uh, there, there has been trouble. Um, but Christian faith, uh, everyone, like from Arakel and then, you know, of course, his uh, ancestors before him, to me, uh, has passed down a Christian upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still remained the same. Um, yeah. A stronger Christian faith, I think. Yes. Very good. Um, uh, and, and, and a lot of reasons for that. But Parker, this has, been a great, uh, this has been a great story that you've shared with us. We've seen a lot of commonalities between what your family's gone through and what other families have gone through. It's a very American story. Um, sometimes it's hard to imagine how difficult uh, people's lives have been to, to try to get here where we, you know, we live in you know, you know, relative safety, security, and, you know, we have a pretty easy life yeah. when you really get right down to it. Um, I mean, you're 15. Nobody had to ship you off halfway around the world because of something bad that was going on here. Um, so, anyway, thanks for being here. Is there anything else you want to say before we say goodbye? No, sir. All right. Thanks again. All right, Parker. Okay.